the Lord. Before you sit down, sorry, before you sit down, can we read the word of God together? Second Samuel chapter 5, 17 to 25. We're going to all read it together so that I know everyone is, is here. Because sometimes we are here physically. <laughs> Let's read the word of God together. Second Samuel chapter 5, verses 17 to 25. Do we have it on... If you have your Bible here, let me see your let me see it. You have your Bible here. You are not waiting for PowerPoint. <laughs> if you don't have your Bible here, let me see your hand up. You own up now. Praise God. <laughs> it is well. It's good to have your Bible with you. It's good to have you all the time. Praise the Lord. So Second Samuel chapter five, verses seventeen to twenty-five. Can we read together? Want. Praise the Lord. Let's start again, please. Want to go. But when the Philistines heard that they had anointed David king over Israel, and all Philistines came up to seek David, and David heard of it and went down into the hold. The Philistines also came and spread out across the valley of Rephaim. So David asked the Lord, Should I go out to fight the Philistines? Will you hand them over to me? The Lord replied to David, Yes, go ahead. I will certainly hand them over to you. So, so David went to Baal Perazim and defeated the Philistines there. The Lord did it, David exclaimed. He burst through my enemies like a raging flood. So he named that place Baal Perazim, which means the Lord who burst through. The Philistines had abandoned their idols there, so David and his men confiscated them. But after a while, the Philistines returned and again spread out across the valley of Rephaim. And again, David asked the Lord what to do. Do not attack them straight on, the Lord replied. Instead, circle around behind and attack them near the poplar trees. When you hear a sound like marching feet in the top of the poplar trees, be on the alert. That will be the signal that the Lord is moving ahead of you to strike down the Philistine army. The last verse. So David did what the Lord commanded, and he struck down the Philistines all the way from Gibeon to Gezer. And may the Lord bless the reading of his word in our heart. In Jesus' name, praise the Lord. God bless you. You can go to your seat. Amen. We can have our seat. God bless you. Um, this morning, um, we're going to, I want to give you three principles that the Holy Spirit ministered to me for this end of this year, this new year. Um, there's a song that says that, um, um, it's, it says, it, it's a barren year. I cannot go by myself. God go with me. Praise the Lord. And uh, maybe we'll sing that song at the end of, if, if there is enough time. But um, it's a new year. It's, we want to know what God is saying concerning us. We want to know what is ahead, you know, for the year. We want to know how to order the year. When God told the parents of Samson that they were going to have a child, they t they, uh, before they had the child, they asked them, 
they ask the, the angel, how do we order the child? What do we do about this child that you're giving to us? This is a new child. This is a new new, new dawn. It is a new, new year for us that God has brought us into. And every child of God should ask God, what do I do? How should I do? What do I do? What are you telling me? This is the reason why we ask for, why we um, wait on God for a word from God, just to know the direction to go in the year, because we can't be all over the place. Praise the Lord. And this year, the Lord had told us three things. Uh, Father in the Lord, the general overseer said, it is going to be the year of his fullness. Praise the Lord. You know, uh, it, it's, God is amazing. And wh when Pastor now came and said, God told him it's going to be the year of answered prayers and of fruitfulness. He was look, trying to look at the, 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 the correlation between those three things. It's actually that God is telling us, you know, if God told us this is our year of healing, or deliverance. We'll be excited, right? But he, he has given us much more than that. Praise the Lord. He said it's the year of his fullness. And how do we get into that fullness? By asking. Jeremiah 33, that is our scripture for the year, it says that ask of me. He says whatever it is, that, call unto me and I will answer you. Praise the Lord. And I will show you great and mighty things that you don't know. So how do we enter into that fullness? By calling on to God. And we know that he always hears us, right? For him to reiterate it, to tell us again and again, that means he's, he's, he's on to something. Praise the Lord. You know, he talks about fullness. He doesn't want us to live half lives this year. He doesn't want us to live ordinary lives. He doesn't want us to live a mediocre life. So and so, you know, the way it used to be, the same yesterday, today, and forever. That's not the kind of life. God is the only one that is today, the same yesterday, today, and forever. Amen. But for us, he wants us to keep changing. He wants us to keep moving from glory to glory. He told us in his words, he says, the path of the just is as a shining light. And what does it do? It shines brighter and brighter and brighter. Praise the Lord. So the, the plan of God for us this year is that we may go on to higher height. Let me experience that fullness. That fullness is not a mirage. It's not unattainable. And that's why he's saying, call upon me. He, say, he says, call to me, I will answer you. Praise the Lord. And I will show you things that you don't know. If we don't, you, do you know he's already in December 31st? Do you know God is already there? <laughs> Praise the Lord. So we are just starting, we're on the 10th. He has already gone ahead to December 31st. So he knows everything that's going to happen every day of this year. And so that's why he says, call upon me. You can't afford to, to go by yourself. You can't afford to do things on your own. You can't, you, you can't rely on your own effort, on your own power. Praise the Lord. And that is what I want to share with us this morning. There are three things that the Lord said. But before we go into that, this scripture that we read, that was when David became the king of the whole of Israel. Praise the Lord. Fifteen years before, God called David. In fact, God sent Samuel to, to anoint him as king. And from the day of his anointing, problems started. Amen. Remember from the day that Joseph told his brethren, 
that this is God's plan for me. I can see God ahead. This problem started, isn't it? So the fact that, you know, the problems you're experiencing is because of the glory ahead. Praise the Lord. And no matter how long you've gone for, the word of God will surely come to pass. Praise the Lord. So David, if, if it, 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 was, it was anointed and it, it, it became, at a point, he became the king over just the tribe of Judah. The, 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 the other tribe was still, they, they, they did still have him as the king. But at this point, David was made the king over all of Israel, both the tribe of Judah and Israel. Amen. So God's promises will always come to pass. Don't be in a hurry. It's in stages. Amen. It might look like as if it's delaying. Amen. God says the God is not slack concerning his promises as men count sl slackness. When, um, what's her name? Elizabeth was waiting on God for the fruit of him. She had thought it's over. You know what? I'm, I'm old. There's nothing that can happen again. Let me just settle. <laughs> God doesn't want you to settle for less than his fullness. Praise the Lord. So it will come to pass. If he says it, it's just a matter of time. And his own timing is not your timing. Praise the Lord. So he's coming up with something great. He told Abraham, he said, I'm going to give you a child. 13, 17 years later, the man is still waiting for a child. So I don't know how long you've been waiting for. That promise is coming. Amen. The Bible says in Galatians 4, 4, it says, when the fullness of time was fully come, God now sent his son into the world. Praise the Lord. When the fullness of God's time come concerning your situation, no demon in hell can stop it. Amen. Praise the Lord. You will reach your destination. You will experience that fullness. You will experience that height that God is taking you to. Praise the Lord. So David here, when, he now, when they now saw that, he became king over the whole of Israel, and the Philistines now came. because They, they wanted to kill David's dynasty in its infancy. You know, a lot of times we cry when we have problems. But we don't know be it's because the devil has seen something that we don't see. That is why, you know, he, he, the devil knew that David's kingdom was going to be an everlasting kingdom. That's what God promised. Even David himself at that point in time didn't know. Praise the Lord. But, you know, God knows it was already revealed in the realm of the spirit and the Philistines were after them. But what, the, the, what, what David did is what I believe we should do. Just because you've, gone, you've, you've started this year is a pointer to the fact that God has great things for you. Amen. Bible says in Jeremiah 29, I know the thoughts that I think towards you. They are thoughts of good. <laughs> they are not of evil. Praise the Lord. They, they, you are going, there is an expected end in God's mind that where he's taking you to. And nothing, you know, the only person that can stop you is you. Amen. Can I repeat that? The only person that can stop you is you. You are going to get to your destination. Praise the Lord. So the Philistines came and spread in the valley of Rephaim. So the, the, the three things I want to share with us this morning. The first one, when you see any situation, don't even wait for a problem. What David did here in verse 17, the Bible says David heard of it and went down to the hold. He went down to the stronghold. Do you have a place where you run to? 
Or do you run helter-skelter when problems come? Praise the Lord. Do you have, uh, you know, you know we, 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 we watched that movie, War Room. Do you have your war room where you fight it out? Where things are determined in the realm of the spirit? Or do you run, you know, you look for solutions where there are no solutions? That is the question. David went down to the hole. There is a place, there is an altar. There is a place where you meet with God, where you settle things. Praise the Lord. In the realm of the spirit, is already settled. There is a place God wants. So this year, if you don't have that place yet, it's time for you to get up. Because like I said, the only person that can stop you is you. And no, no, no prophecy comes to pass automatically. Amen. It has to be prayed on. It has to be, it has to be contended for. Because, you know, the Bible talks about contending for our faith. You need to contend for it because the devil doesn't want you to have it. So is there a place you run to? Do you go to the presence of God? Do you ask God what to do? Where, where is that your stronghold? Where is that place that God wants you to go? That, that, you know, that, that you, you, you should go. Praise the Lord. In Isaiah 33, 16, we know the kind of stronghold that David went to. The Bible says that he shall dwell on high. His place of defense shall be the munition of rocks. There is a place where you can go to. The place of the muni where, where, where you know that God is surrounding you. The stronghold. There's a place where we always run to. Rather than, it's, it's okay sometimes to run to pastor. It's okay to run to other people. But run to God first. Because he's only one that can help you. Praise the Lord. Because if those ones cannot help you, you still come back to God. So why not just do the f do first and first? Praise the Lord. It says his waters shall be sure. That is the place where things are, you know, are we, we are given assurance in the spirit. And you will know that David's hiding place was not just a physical one. Psalm 32, 7, it says, you are my hiding place. You will preserve me from trouble. You will compass me about with songs of deliverance. Even before you go to face the battle, you already have your song of deliverance. Praise the Lord. That is, that's David. And Jeremiah 33, 3, that we, we know, which is our scripture for the year, says, call unto me, and I will answer you. It's a place to call upon God. It's a place that where God knows, where your family knows, that once you enter that place, everybody else stays out. Praise the Lord. Every child of God should have that altar. If your altar is on the road, when you are just, you know, you know, you, you, are, you say you are praying. You know, a lot of times you, you, are, you, are, you are driving and you say you are praying. And then someone cuts you in traffic. What do you do? That prayer has, you say, what's wrong? You can even say something bad to that person. So it can, it, it, it's, it's a secret place between you and your father. So um, the, the encouragement I'm giving you, one, the first principle, and I believe the most important principle, is that this year, for every situation that you want to face, go and settle it first in that place where you meet with God. If you don't have it yet, carve it out. Husband, do your own separately. Wife, do your own separately. It's, it's a place of, of nakedness between you and God. God, you see me, you know me. It's a place where God actually molds, where he helps, where he speaks to us. Praise the Lord. So what's the first thing? Go to that stronghold. That's the first principle. 
look for a stronghold, get one. Praise the Lord. Um, the second thing is that David inquired of the Lord. David inquired of the Lord and he said, shall I go up to the Philistines? Will you deliver them into, the, into my hands? The second thing, that, like I said, that, that you should need to do is that ask God for things, specific instructions. This, you know, it's not every battle you fight. Praise the Lord. Some of us fight every battle. Um, a cockroach passes. You begin to in, in Jesus, you begin to bind and lose the cockroach. When, <laughs> when the demons, by the time you are doing that, you are distracted from the real demon. Amen. There are battles to fight. There are battles to, to just ignore. And that is the place where God will tell you. You know, in Second Chronicles 20, it says, you don't need to fight in this battle. There are some battles that God will say, fight. There are some that will say, don't fight. Leave it. Praise the Lord. And it says, you, it, second, it says, don't need to fight in this battle. All you need to do is just praise me. That's all. Strategy for every warfare God, uh, God gives us when we ask. He says, call upon me and I will show you. I will show you great and mighty things that you don't know. Amen. Imagine using your energy to fight the battle you are not supposed to fight. When the real one comes, you'll be weak. You will not be able to do anything. May God help us in Jesus' name. So this is the year to, 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 to not try. It's not a trial and error year. Amen. You know, a lot of times we do, let me try this one. It's not working. <laughs> let me try the next one. God can speak to you directly. This is what you do. You don't need to go about the bush. You don't need to run around. But he, he, can, he can tell you exactly what you need to do. And what, what did David ask God? He said, do you want me to fight? And if you want me to fight, are you go which, 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 which is my own, which is yours? Praise the Lord. There are times we step into God's zone, you know, <laughs> into God's zone when we're fighting. There are some things God does. There are some things we do. Amen. And God says, go. I'm with you. Praise the Lord. So this year, it doesn't want us to live a trial and error. It wants to eradicate defeat to the minimum. Or, or bring it to the minimum in our lives. So we need to follow these principles. Because we know that whenever we ask, he answers. And you know, the thing about not asking is not just not asking. It's actually a sin to God. In Isaiah 31 to 2, it says, Woe to the rebellious children, seer the Lord, who take counsel but not of me. Why were they called rebellious? Why did God say they, they, they God put that woe upon them? It says because they took counsel, but the counsel was not of God. And it says they covered themselves with the covering, but not of my spirit, that they may add sin to sin. They, they walked to go down to Egypt. They have not asked from my mouth to strengthen themselves in the, in the strength of Pharaoh and to trust in the, in, in the shadow of Egypt. Praise the Lord. Proverbs 3, you, we know that scripture. The Bible says, trust in the Lord with all your heart and lean not on your own understanding. In all your ways. In how many ways? How many ways? All your ways. Acknowledge him. And what? He will, he will direct your path. Praise the Lord. So God wants us to ask him this year. He wants us to ask and he's going to answer us when we ask him. Proverbs 23, 4 says that we should cease from our own wisdom. This is how far your wisdom has helped you. Ditch it. 
praise the Lord. Ditch is for God's wisdom. He's ready to release. He said, is any man, is, does any man lack wisdom? Let him ask and I will give to him. Praise the Lord. Verse uh, Isaiah 30, 21. I want to spend a little bit of time here because it's very important. Isaiah 30, 30, 21. The Bible says, your ears shall hear a word behind you. Saying, this is the way. Walk you in it. When you turn to the right hand or when you turn to the left. He says, it, wake me, it wakens me up morning by morning to, to let my... So every day, you should ask God, what is the direction for today? What should I do? How should I walk? Which way should I go? Praise the Lord. So he will show you great and mighty things that you don't know. Bro, you like that girl. Amen? Ask God. He's the one that sees the heart. Amen? You really, really, really like her. You like the way everything is. Everything I like in a woman is in this girl. But if you are, if you can only ask God, He will show you things that no man can show you, because God does not see as man sees. You might be seeing the figure, but God is seeing the figure inside. Praise the Lord. So ask God anything that you. The Bible says is one of the scriptures that I, I I really love. Job chapter twenty eight. There's no time to read, uh, you know, everything. But it says that there is a path that no fowl knows. There is a path that no vulture eyes can see. The eagles cannot see. You know how sharp the eagles' eyes are? Three kilometers away, they can see their prey. But the Bible says there is a path that even the eagles' eyes cannot see. And it's the only one that knows that path. So through this year, it says that w- the Bible says in Psalm 16, 11, it says, that will show me the path of life. There is a path of life. There is a way to go this year. You can't afford to go any other way. Amen. To enter into his fullness, there is a way to do things. Praise the Lord. There are instructions. You know, in Psalm 32, it says that, it, 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 it says that God, God, God said, I, I will lead you. I will direct you. I will show you the way. Amen. He will show you the way. Praise the Lord. Don't let us do it on our own. God is there with us and, and he is just waiting for us to, you know, to, to, to ask him. Praise the Lord. He says that God is, he can, he, 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 he can see under the mountain, under the rocks. If you get home, you can read that um, Job 28. It's a beautiful scripture. Praise the Lord. So what happened eventually? David asked God, and God moved. God moved. God said, okay, you do this, I will do this. Amen. So every battle over your year, over, over your life this year is to the glory of God. God is going to fight for you. And what name did David call God? He called him Baal Perazim. It means the master of breakthroughs. So there are breakthroughs ahead of you this year. Let God go ahead of you. Praise the Lord. He said, in fact, you know, the devil is relentless. Even Jesus, after, after you know, after um, um, talking to Jesus in the wilderness, after tempting him for a while, the Bible said he left for a season. He will come and be good. Even after he was the, the Philistines were defeated, they still came back. And, you know, the mistake most of us made is what I want to point out. So because God did it the same way the first time, maybe God told me to fast for three days. 
So this situation has come again. I will fast for another three days. It doesn't work that way. Praise the Lord. Every time something comes up, we need to talk to God. And Moses, um, David asked God, he said, do you want me to, how do you want me to do it this time? God said, you know, don't, don't confront them. Don't go ahead. Go behind. But wait until you hear my sound in, on the trees. Until you hear, until you know that I've gone ahead of you. Don't move. Praise the Lord. So that's, what, that's one principle that I want you to hold on to. The, until you know God has get, gone ahead of you, don't move an inch. Don't move an inch. Praise the Lord. I pray God will give us that grace in Jesus' name. So God, you know, fought this battle and won for the man of God. The third thing I want to talk about is that this, mo this year, you need to speak the word of God. Don't just read it. Don't just study it. Speak it out. Praise the Lord. There's nothing God did. It was in God's heart to make, to, to make man. It, will, it, might just be, it might just have started, you know, molding man. But he, he said it out. Let us make man. When he was going to make the heavens and the earth, he spoke everything into being. Everything that we see now, God spoke into being. Praise the Lord. <laughs> you, if you can speak it, if let, let every situation, things around you hear the word of God, what God is saying concerning you. And that means don't speak the word of the doctor. Praise the Lord. The doctor said this is the solution, and you, you know, this is the situation, and you, that's the one you keep hammering on. What does God say about you? That's the word you should speak to that situation. Amen. You need to speak the word of God. Prophesy. Prophesy, no matter how dry the bones are. God didn't tell Ezekiel to go and lay hands on the bones. That's what some of us would do. To go and fast, or, you know, and begin to pray, pray. But if he spoke the word, he said, prophesy. So whatever you want this year to be for you, speak it out. Say it's going to be your year of success. It's going to be your, it's my year of lifting. Is my year. In fact, as, as, once anything negative comes, speak the positive. Speak the word. Not, not, not positive. Speak the word. Praise the Lord. If, if your boss is saying, um, it seems that we're going to downsize, rather than feel bad and say, this is, speak, the, speak what God has said. Lord, <laughs> I'm going to sit upon my high places this year. It's my year of promotion. It's my year of breakthrough. It's my year of greatness. Praise the Lord. No matter what the devil is saying, counter it with the word of God. A lot of times we agree with the devil. Someone said that it's like, you know, God, Jesus and the devil are in front of God. You know, Jesus is our advocate. The devil also is there to accuse. And Jesus is saying, this is, oh, brother Benga is this, brother Benga is that. And, you know, I died for him. I did that. And, and the devil is saying, no, oh, he's this, he's that. And then they now tell him to come and testify. And he now says, you know, everything the devil says is true. <laughs> That's what we do when we say anything negative. When, when we speak the word of the devil, anything the devil is ministering to our hearts and we say it out, I'm a failure. That is, you are saying, you know, and what would Jesus do? The advocate. The Bible says is the high priest of our profession. You have to confess it. Praise the Lord. I hope you get that scripture. He's the high priest of your confession. Your, the high priest of your profession. It's only when you speak it 
that he can, he can be the high priest over it. If, if you keep mute, then there's nothing he can do. Praise the Lord. He is the high priest of our profession. Praise the Lord. So no, you, no confession, no high priest. The Bible says death and life are in the power of the tongue. And you will eat the fruit. In fact, we've all been eating the fruit. Up, up to now is the, is the fruit of my confession I'm eating now. Amen. So if you want your future to be better, then speak the word of life into that future. Praise the Lord. Death and life are in the power of the tongue. Someone says that the, the tongue is a setter of gravity of your destiny. That's where things are decided. If you say negatively, then it's negative. If you say it's, it's, it's the word of God, then it's the word of God. It's whatever God says concerning you. God says that, you know, the Bible says that in, in James chapter 3, he says the way a sheep is driven by a small ruder, that small helm, that's the way our, our words actually determine the direction of our lives. Praise the Lord. So God wants us to, he wants us to speak his life. He, he wants out of, out of our bellies to flow rivers of living water. Amen. Praise the Lord. When um, the children of Israel, just to buttress that a little bit, God told them, you are going to, I'm going to, you know, uh, make you, 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 are, you are going to see the promised land. I'm going to deliver you. You are going to get into the promised land. Numbers chapter 13 and 14. We know the story. This man got to the place. Moses sent out 12 of them. Even though the Almighty has said it. He has said, you are leaving Egypt and you are entering your promised land. But they refused. They got to the place and they said, ah, they are giants. We are grasshoppers. Didn't God know there were giants in that land? Before he told them that you are going to, you are going to into that promised land. God knew. He knew. So what are we saying to God? That God, you are not seeing well. <laughs> this situation, I don't think I can. Ah. So, and they began to say what they said. They were grasshoppers. And what happened? All of them perished in the wilderness. Even though the Almighty has said it. The word that became flesh. The one that made everything by the word of his power. He spoke it. And said, you are entering into your promised land. But they said, no. The only two, the two men that said, well, we can do it. This is what the word of God says, and we are doing it. Those two men did what? They were the only ones in the generation that entered. So you want to enter your promised land this year? Don't, don't tell the devil. Don't say what the devil is saying. Praise the Lord. The devil wants you to look at yourself as if you're a grasshopper. <laughs> But you are not. Praise the Lord. When Goliath met with David, you think that they will start fighting immediately. What did Goliath start to do? Started speaking. Cursing him by his gods. Just, it's just to demoralize him. To make him feel that, you know, is, am I able to... But thank God that that man knew the God he served. Praise the Lord. And he said, you come with... You have spears. You have all these things. This is your head. This is your big head. I'm going to give it to the birds. <laughs> Praise the Lord. <laughs> and it was initially was a war of words. And he won. Praise the Lord. So life is a battle of words. I don't know whatever anybody has said concerning you. Maybe they have said you, you won't make it. 
he'll speak the word of God. Even into that situation. Praise the Lord. Praise Jesus. So what are those three things that we learned this morning? The first one. Run to the stronghold. Number two. Inquire of God. Number three. Speak the word. Let's, let's rise up on our feet and pray. Let's rise up on our feet.